Welcome to Optimize My Life, the ultimate radio show where we unlock the secrets to living our best lives. Now, before we dive into this exciting journey of self-improvement and empowerment, I want to take a moment to thank our incredible sponsor, The Hope Collection, for making this show possible. Their unwavering commitment to spreading hope and positivity in our lives is truly remarkable. We believe in the power of interaction, so we want you to be a part of this incredible journey. Call in, write to us, or connect on social media. We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting each other to thrive and shine. Wow. Isn't that an incredible introduction, folks? Hi, this is Ron Clayton. I happen to be the president of the Hope Collection. And we welcome you to the Travel Tuesday radio show called Optimize Your Life for the radio show. And... Tuesday being Travel Tuesday. It's my privilege to have and host a gentleman who has lived a life of being on the cutting edge of being there, flat out for being there. And you know, when you're a person like that, you're known as a servant leader. And Rick Reese has been and demonstrated his whole life that he could be a part in doing that. And so I'll tell you what happens to someone like that. They attract other people. And you know, in this world, when there's people that detract from everything, it's a thrill to be able to host and have a friend like Rick Reese and his wife, Brenda, especially in the travel business, which is a fulfillment of having a dream. Rick, good afternoon. And how are you, man? Doing fantastic. Doing awesome. Beautiful weather out here. No snow. So no snow coming your way since I live in Colorado. So you're Thank all you in the clear. Day, Thank you, sir. We appreciate that so much. You're so in the clear. You know, we've, <laughs> it's, been, it's been almost a month since we hung out together because we've both been on the I road. Know, uh, we've been visiting and, and having exciting um, connections with friends and family and uh, learning about all kinds of great things that are moving on in the world. And, you know, in our world, which we invite everybody to join, by the way, Rick, I know there's an open invitation right now as we speak to join the world that we've been blessed to have that is all about lifting people up, expanding your horizons, be able to open up doors that not only are going to improve your life, but make a difference in this world as we go forward. You have demonstrated that as good as any person I've ever met in my life. And um, what you do today, still, you know, you could have taken yours and gone to an island, island. and instead you go and go to many islands and take people with you. And uh, you've taught my wife and I, Linda, how to do that, and it's such a privilege. And we're excited. We just got back from one of those experiences. We took a week and went up to the Thousand Islands. 
And um, that's up on the St. Lawrence River, north of Syracuse, a couple hours. And um, we just hung out there on the beautiful river. So it was one of the few rivers that flows north from Lake Ontario all the way to the Atlantic Ocean, Newfoundland. And uh, we got a chance to go on a, a, a steamboat ride, um, paddle wheel boat for three-hour cruise. Nice. Like, you know, three-hour cruise. Minnow. No, it's a big ship. Minnow <laughs> one. We had a luncheon, and we saw beautiful homes. There's a thousand islands that have actually been counted. And by the way, do you know what it takes to be qualified for an island in the thousand islands? What's that? Have to have a tree on. It. Has to have a tree on it. it. Doesn't have a tree growing on it. It's not an official island. So wow. there are small islands that barely could fit a house, an outhouse. And there's actually islands where there are mansions. And um, we went and saw the world-famous Bolt Castle, where um, uh, George Bolt, who was an incredible um, hotel, how, what do you call a person that built hotel hotelier? He um, built the yeah. Waldorf Astaire in New York and other hotels, and eventually he decided to build a dream castle to honor for his wife. And spent part of a fortune. I mean, it's a six-story castle. On an island, Heart Island, as a matter of fact, it's called, in the middle of St. Lawrence. And we went there. It's been restored now, 100-year-old castle, and it's beautiful. And uh, the sad part is that weeks before they were going to move to the island, they were living in New York, of course, at the time, his wife died. So we never, she never experienced the guy, the castle, and uh, he never went there. His heart was broken. So now, 100 years later, there's now a monument museum. And it's a tribute to George Bolton's wife. He is beautiful. Wow. And there's history there like you wouldn't believe. So as usual, we ate good, met a lot of great people, Rick. It was a dream vacation. And we just a few days got away, four hours away. Did you take a ferry to the uh, Bolt Island? Yeah. Is that yes, a ferry ride? Yeah, you can't get there wow. by boat. In fact, they have to send all the provisions by boat because you can't walk there. And it's um, yeah. a pretty fast, very, very fast uh, river. But, uh, Rick, my mouth is dry. i got to go get something to drink. My mouth is so dry. Well, my bride, who I get to stay with me every day. Yeah. <laughs> And she's here, and she's going to get me a drink of water. Uh, so hey, well, you know, I was just listening, and as you was talking, I actually went to, online to the Thousand Islands, and so I'm just looking at it, and it looks incredible. And I guess that's oh, about, what, two like, hours or so from Rick? Buffalo? <laughs> yes. Three, well, three and a half. <laughs> looks like Rick's planned a new vacation. Yeah, we're always trying to we're always trying to show him the spots. He, I get enlightened from Ron and Linda. We got him to Niagara Falls. We all follow each other. You know, (laughs) he got me to all kinds of islands in the Caribbean. (laughs) He got me to Europe. Think of this, everybody on the line listening. I meet a guy. To a friend, 
And I really never met him because he lived in Colorado. I live in Buffalo. And if it wasn't our, my business partner and best friend, Joel Griffin, I never would have met Rick Reese. But I did because wow. Rick and uh, Joel introduced us. And Rick told me these things when we first talked. He said, well, yeah, well, you can travel the world. You can go here and there in Europe. You can go on cruises. Um, so it turns out it's his fault. Lynn and I now, we haven't caught up with him, but we, we've done about a dozen cruises. and uh, We've been to Europe. Oh, we've been to Caribbean multiple times. That's awesome. I love it. Oh, I got to share this, Rick. Do you know something? I love you know I love Tuesdays because you know what happens on Tuesday when the mailman comes, never fails. We get a check from Surge three sixty five, and got another nice. one, and they just keep them big. Nice. You know, you know it's really nice to get bigger. Ha ha. Yeah. The more we help more you know, people, the more they get bigger. I was just telling I, a gentleman. Uh, well, prior to this call, I was talking to a gentleman, in fact, down in Florida. And so, Mary, I'm still checking out the process that they're using for the VA. And uh, But he called me yesterday and says, hey, Rick, some great things are happening, and, um, and we want you to be a part of it. In fact, you are a part of it, and things are moving along. And uh, we're going to start um, taking the different companies and, uh, and taking them through the process of doing business with the government. And um, I said, oh, and so I just called him back prior to this call. I said, hey, Tom, that sounds fantastic. Let's do it. You know, let's let's do it. And I said, I'm a process person. And you know, Mary, how that is. You know, you want to see how processes work <laughs> and and how they flow. And I've got your business there, Mary. In fact, Mary, tell us just a little bit about what you do in helping veterans. And helping people. Yeah. First of all, Rick, don't you love how they tell you you're involved and then they ask you if you want to be involved? (laughs) (laughs) It depends on who it is. Now, if it's Brenda, I have to wait for a second, even though I have no choice. But (laughs) Rick, you're involved in this. (laughs) Yes, dear. <laughs> That's the way Andy is too. Honey, I want, and he goes, "What's it gonna cost me, and what do I have to do?" Or right. <laughs> did you break, and what do I need to fix? <laughs> I say what he thinks. I mean, I think what he says. <laughs> but yeah, tell tell us about because you know we have you know they're doing some amazing things for veterans and putting together some processes for veterans who have been trying to get in front of the government forever. And as we know, that's not an easy thing to do. And uh, But there was an executive order that was signed in 2004 for government or businesses that take government contracts. Businesses that are awarded government contracts have to bring in so many veterans. And, uh, and many yep. have not been doing that. And so this company, this, this this partnership that I'm involved with, they have a software that looks across government contracts for compliance to this executive order. 
And so one of the things they asked me to do, they said, Rick, we know that you know a lot of people, friends, personal friends uh, that are veterans and they they have businesses. You know, have them submit a letter of of intent, an LOI, and uh, and along with their capabilities and the things that they can do and provide. And the government is always looking for businesses. I mean, they they sell everything. And so I've got oh, maybe eight or nine uh, friends who have businesses, including yours, Mary, that I'm submitting. And, uh, and at first I thought I was submitting them, but actually I'm part of the process. As you mentioned, I got volunteered, volunteered <clears throat> as part of the – which is a good thing. But I want to always know what that process is. And so, I, of course, I've got your LOI and, uh, and the great things that you're doing. And um, so I got a call from Tom. He says, Rick, we're ready to go. I'm like, okay, okay. Um, just let me know what the next step is, and I'm there. And, um, and I said, well, you know, who should I take through the process first? And, and I'm looking at it from my perspective. You know, I'm a process person. I used to, when I was in the military, I was responsible for implementing total quality management, <laughs> which became a bad word, but Malcolm Baldridge, Total quality management in the imagine military improving processes, war fighters improving processes, looking at process improvement. Well, I was responsible for doing that in Space Command, in the satellite part of Space Command, 50th Space Wing. That was my job. And uh, so I'm always looking at processes. What are the processes? And um, so, but Mary, I have your LOI, your letter of intent. And, um, and the great things that you do for veterans and others. So would you tell us just a little bit about what that's all about? Yeah. So I am an integrative behavior specialist. I am a hypnotherapist who just got recertified because that's one of the, it's like a doctor or a nurse where you have to recertify every so many years and stay up to date on some of the new things that are coming out and the new understanding. I basically understand and learn how your mind works. I figure out why you do what you do and how you do what you do. So what we do, and I specialize in working with trauma-based or special needs, problems with your mind. And so I work with a lot of traumatic traffic victims, uh, families of child abuse or domestic violence, and post-war syndrome. And what we do is we break it all down. We look at, especially when it comes to post-war syndrome, we look at the flashbacks. We look at what things set you off. Is it the smell of smoke? For me, it's the smell of smoke, or it was, and it was fireworks. I couldn't even barbecue for the longest time because I couldn't stand that smell. My mind kept going back to other things. We look at all those triggers that you have, and we look at everything that's going on, and through meditation, um, hypnotherapy, and coaching, and it's not just coaching with you, it's coaching with your family, your loved ones, who you're surrounding yourself with. Because you can fix the problem with you, but if you don't fix that environment and get people to understand, especially with post-war victims, simple things like walking up behind somebody can be a trigger. Or, you know, certain sounds, certain noises, certain tones can set you off. And getting the whole environment to understand that 
and figure out ways to work together to undo what's been done to help resolve those issues. So with the hypnotherapy, we get to the root cause. So we find out what, through your subconscious mind, what exactly the triggers are and why they're triggering you. And it could, a lot of times, it's not even the experiences you had in the military. It's something from something else, a fragment of a memory. And from there, through meditation, and we use, and I'm very thankful for the Memorial Day event, because I got to meet Van Taylor and explain the process that I'm working on with using meditation and frequencies, which is different tones and different vibrations of music to help open up parts of your brain to help you relax, help you heal. And putting those two together, he's going to help with that. And we're still in the process of figuring all that stuff out. Giving you anchor points. You know, one way to explain what an anchor is, think of a baseball team or a sports player. You know, they're bouncing up and down. There's, you see them, like, rubbing their arm or something like that. That's their sight. It's what gets them excited. It's the same thing but the opposite. So it's simple, simple as closing and opening your hand or, you know, tapping your leg. It helps you reset your mind. It helps you calm yourself down automatically. And we help set those so that, you, you know, it's, it could be something simple as a certain color. It'll automatically trigger your subconscious to help you settle down and calm down when you're starting to feel that point. And being able to talk about it and not just, you know, with your coach or your therapist, but also a support group of others that are going through it and understanding that you're not alone. You have that community. You have that support. And at the same time, Rick, I do have a gentleman I want to introduce you to. He works with veterans and VA loans to help you find a house. But he also helps you rebuild your or build your credit. A lot of us don't have or have credit issues when we get out because we don't have bills. And so he'll be on one of the Hometown Hero episodes coming up, but he, you know, I'll be partnering with him to help work not just with the trauma base, but help you figure out that path in life and where your next steps are. Because the biggest part of the issue we have with veterans is, you know, we have a uniform, we have an identity. When you lose that uniform and you lose that identity, you don't know who you are. And a lot of us go into law enforcement or they go into, you know, being a prison guard because they have that uniform, they have that identity. We're helping them figure out that next step and what their next mission in life is, is key to helping them adjust to life in the transition world, being able to transition successfully into the civilian world. And having that commodity that you had when you were in the service that you don't have when you're out here in the real world. That's good. You know, the uh, the program or the business that uh, that I was talking about earlier is also working on a TAP-type program. Knowing that the current transition assistance program that the military provides it covers some things, but not really the things that are necessary to successfully transition from the military, you know, to the to the regular world. <laughs> the regular world. Right, is. and a lot of that and, and, only 
covers people who are retiring or getting out with a notice. People who are getting medically yeah. discharged. Yeah, I mean, but people the people that get... have been bumped and booted, sure. they are left to just fend for themselves. They don't we even you, get invited bye. to the transition, huh? If we love you, we thank you, bye. And you walk right. out the gate, and that's the end of it. Right. And so, Mary? I'm and those thinking... are the ones. Yes, sir? Good afternoon. This is Ron Clayton Collins speaking. Um, I was listening to you and Rick talk about the situations that are so prolific around the country and um, what I what this show is all about and what we do. You know, I, I was really sensitive to what you were talking about, and Rick, you mentioned it too, that a large quantity of our veterans, what do they get attracted to when they get out of, and they are looking for a future, they're looking for a career, they're looking for a way to be productive for their family and their friends and their future. They attract to a very, I'm sorry, crime is not a positive thing. It's positive when we stop it. It's positive when we change the course of preventing it. But, you know, it's really a lot of negative. And so, but you did say they get a uniform, they get a cause. Isn't it a lot better to give them a dream? Do you realize what we are a part of the real vital renewal, a resurrection of a life that we can give someone? Because I'll bet you there isn't a person alive, a veteran alive, that doesn't still have a dream of being able to go somewhere and do something the way they'd like to do it. And you know what? You can provide it to them. You can provide them the means the structure. See, they need, many times, they have no structure. And to get a job, well, you know, flipping hamburgers at McWendy's is okay for a teenager that hasn't started his career yet. He gets to learn how to be on time and dress up, be clean, and show up and work. Now they want to get a tip before they do even that, the way they've got fast food the restaurants spread billing you now. Well, let's get somebody a creative where they can put their mind and their soul to work touching lives, lifting other people up, helping them to build somebody else's dream will help them build their own and put them in a vital, financial, positive cash stream, positive lifestyle, rewarding life. That's what this show is all about. You know, Ron, as you're talking about that, it just came to my mind about travel and how travel can help these veterans. Most of these guys and women, I mean, I say guys just because of the military, you are a soldier, you're not a man, you're not a woman. So, right. But you come out of high school, you go into the military, you get to travel the world, but you have people don't have family. <clears throat> you, your family is your military. So when you get out, the biggest challenge for us is figuring out where we fit, where we belong, where do we live. Because you've been everywhere. Now it's trying to figure it out. Using travel to get them to be able to see different parts of the, of the country, different parts of the world, gets them an income, but also gets them to figure out where they want to set roots and where they want to, you know, call home. Well, Mary, just in, in really expanding on that thought, yeah, they traveled on the government dime. So they were fed what the government told them they were going to eat, when they were going to eat, where they were going to eat, and what it was they were going to eat. 
where they went was where the government told them to go, not where they wanted to go. Where they went and how they went and what they lived like when they were there, they might have been in a tent. They might have been on a base. But I guarantee you, if you had your choice and you were you earned it and you decide you want to go on a cruise anywhere you want, not just on a Navy ship in the middle of the ocean uh, trying to protect us and being – you know, you volunteered to do the work that of being a veteran, uh, uh, um, an active duty service person. It's not the same. That's not travel. That's that is a right. career. That's a career choice. But it's not a lifestyle. It's not a growing, dreaming, fulfilling, touching lives. You're preventing a lot of bad stuff from happening, and you're proud of every veteran, yourself included. The reality is that's not a dream. You do get to pick some of your duty stations. You get options. It's not where you just automatically always just get assigned to a particular place. You get to fill out forms and decide, you know, I want to, these are your, your five top choices. Like, for instance, most people want to go to Hawaii, Germany. Rick, I Mary, I will, I will. I will put everything I own on the line to tell you that a difference between a person who is free economically, job-wise, career-wise, free to go where they want, when they want, where they want, whenever they want, and eat what they want, there's no diff- There's no thing close. There is no place close in being a career service person and being a person who has all those attributes because of the career difference. See, we, the the travel industry creates freedom, creates choices. You give up that when you go into service. You go into service, you lose your choices. You don't make choices. You do what you're told. That's a complete difference. Yes, no, you do get a lot of choices. (laughs) It's funny because you do what you're told, and you know, and, which is good because you don't have to think. And so when they get when they retire, you get so used to being told what kind of what to do. You get so used to the system of the military, you know, you, it because it becomes becomes your life. It becomes predictable, which is a good thing. And then you retire, or you, you get thrown out, or you separate. And now you're caught up in a world that which way do I go? How am I supposed to feel? There's no reference point. You know, there's nothing that gives what do you, you wear? a reference. What do you what do I wear? <laughs> right? You know, how do I act? Hey. These people are weird. <laughs> you know, where are my buddies? My, you know, I know my who they are. My anxiety was know. going to Walmart and finding a, an outfit to wear. You know, what is so amazing is that you don't even know there's a problem. You don't even yeah. know there's a problem. I mean, you're looking at it from your eyes, you know, looking out. Everybody else has the problem. You don't even know that you have a problem with crowds, like you said, with fireworks, with people. Now, I was thinking about this as you was talking, Mary, with walking into a situation where there's a crowd and you're always on guard. <laughs> you know, you're always on guard. And, and that's, that's an amazing, you don't even think about it. 
But you're always, you know, no. everywhere you go, you're looking for, okay, what's going on? What's the situation? Ready to respond. Where are the exits? Where is the exit? <laughs> you know, what hey, do I need to do to this shift is, into action? This is uh this is country, ah. Rick. Uh, everything right that you guys, everything that you guys are talking about, I just witnessed over the last thirty days with one of my veteran friends here. He waited eight years after he got out of the military just to get his first check. Once he got his check going, he was able to move into a better place. But what happened is when he moves, he relocated, and they somehow got the address screwed up in the system, and he missed two, almost three months of getting a check. And the place that he was living, they evicted him. Not only did they evict him, they wouldn't let him have his stuff. So he went almost two weeks with eight different meds that he takes three times a day that he didn't get his meds got him checked into a hotel. He's only spent over $3,000 over the last month and a half living day to day out of a hotel without his meds now. Now, please understand. And then all of a sudden, a grandbaby is born, and his grandson needs his help, but he feels helpless. Fourth of July rolls around. I was able to take him right up the street to where I used to live, to my lake, and we could just kind of hang out. But want to go see the fireworks? He don't want to see no more boom, bang, bam. So, again, when we start talking about we love our veterans, why do we wait till Memorial Day rolls around or wait till Veteran Day rolls around before we hurrah them when they need us every day? And we understand the statistics on what's happening when they come home from the war, that most of them are dying of suicide right here at home. So, Ron, I'm glad you pointed out that what we do is aid and abet the people that we say we love, but we're not going to stand idly by and not do anything. And, again, Mary, you mentioned the travel business. If they're disabled, can't, legs don't work like they used to, at least we can give them something that they enjoy doing and can do from wherever they live from their wheelchair, and then martyr slogan I'll push to a stop. It says, we can get you there from here. We can definitely get them to a safer, better place in their spirit, in their mind, by loving on them and assisting them in areas. One of the guys that I just hooked him up with is a veteran specialist, it took him two days to find the guy a $300,000 home. Mary, I'm going to be introducing to you to him, and maybe he can come on the show. Not only does he find veteran housing, he also is an employer of the general manager for Hartsfield Airport, the largest, busiest airport in the world, and he strategically looks from the inside out to help veterans find a job working somehow with the airline. I'll stop right there. As a veteran... Myself, as a veteran myself, having been in the, in the travel industry since 2004, full-time since 2005, that's a long time. As a veteran myself, I'm looking at the, the job. I'm looking at the opportunity. And I was reading the book, Malcolm, Malcolm Gladwell, called The Outliers, and, um, and it pointed out something that was really, really, um, it gave me insight into why I love travel as a veteran in particular, you know, since 2005 full-time. 
and it was talking about meaningful work. You know, what is the, what's the characteristics of a great, great opportunity, great job? And it says one of the characteristics is meaningful work. I've been working in the travel industry since 2004, and um, that it's complex, that it engages your mind, engages your, your imagination. They're talking about three things. The first one is meaningful work. The second is autonomy, that you have the ability to create something that, uh, that's tailored for you. I mean, you could look at the, you know, the Vortex and Surge 365, and, of course, that's a customer site. I can give that out to the world. They book, and I earn. They save, they book, they save, and I earn 60% of what they save. I've got the membership, you know, where deep discounts travel if I want to travel myself. Concierge I can call. I've got a travel agency access, which is a career opportunity. So if I want to become a special needs travel specialist, a wedding destination specialist, you know, Brenda and I, when we go to different places, we'll take the training to become a specialist so that we know where we – so, but I have access to all the training. I have access to everything in the industry as a career opportunity. And, you know, coming from where I come from, that's vocational training. You know, voc, for the kids that didn't want to go to college, you know, they had vocational training. So this is a trade in hospitality and tourism. This is an actual trade that we have access to. And so control and autonomy being the second. And then the third thing is for my efforts, I control my, my reward. Can you imagine that, powering that is? If I want to do this, I get paid that. Well, I mentioned earlier, he gets checks on Tuesday. Brenda and I get checks on Tuesday. <laughs> you know, in fact, we have two businesses, so we get two sets of checks on Tuesday. And so, but you can't do that nowadays. But, you know, way back when, when I joined, you could have so many businesses. I got one for my nonprofit. I got one for my home. I got one for my family. But being able to get rewarded for your effort. You know, if I tell somebody, somebody wants to go on a cruise, Ron does it all the time, he'll set the cruise up, and he gets paid a check. You know how important and, and how powerful that is in our society to, con to be able to do an effort and get a paycheck? When we were talking to the uh, First Nation reservation folks up in Canada, and they said, Rick, this is incredible as an opportunity. They said we had a university that uh, came in and taught the First Nation young people about hospitality and tourism. And it was a six-month training program. And so after six months, they didn't connect to the industry. They couldn't get jobs. They just learned something. But there was still a gap connecting effort, and reward. See, that's a gap in our society. And when you have autonomy to take control of that gap, are you kidding me? Where I can say, if so had that been Surge, had that been Travmanity, the travel agency that's associated with Surge, we would have came in and we would have taught those, those, the First Nation young adults, here's hospitality and tourism. And they would have gone through that free training would you like to be a wedding destination specialist? How about educational adventure travel, event planning? You know, there's a lot of casinos associated with First Nation. 
How about event planning and entertainment and being able to get those party buses and all those kinds of things for the people that come out to the casinos? How about Holy Land and group tours? You know, how about nonprofit fundraising? What area, based on your preference, based on what you love to do, what area would you like to specialize in? And once they get that training, we connect to the industry. We, they're connected through Surge. They're connected through Travmanity to the entire global travel industry, a $9 billion industry. And they're connected in any which way they want to go. You want to go career opportunity? You're connected. You want to go fundraising with the Vortex? You're connected. You're asking no one's permission. You have total control and autonomy to create something. So when I came out the military and I'm looking, hmm, what should I do? I go to work in corporate America and in satellite scheduling and develop software development, working 80 hours a week for two and a half years. Tried to kill me. <laughs> I let them go in 2004, 2005, February 7, 2005, I let them go. I didn't know that the travel business was an actual bit. Uh, travel was an actual business. These guys around me started making millions, and I'm like, "What?" They said, "Rick, this is not just travel, have fun. This is an actual industry where you can control how much you want to make." Now, I'm a process guy. You heard me mention I'm a process guy. I study processes. In fact, I go to the top of every process. Because I study process. I mean, I'm just natural. And so I'm like, okay, let me take a moment and investigate what this is all about. And I do. The next year we made over $650,000. And I'm like, oh. I, now, that's where marketplace ministry was, was birthed, when I realized that you, you, you create something, you create a skill, you have something, service to offer humanity. You don't bring humanity your need. You bring humanity value. You know, you bring value. You bring contribution. You don't just bring, I need this, I need this. And so I studied the travel industry, and I studied the different travel products. And thought, Ron, that's why we know the Vortex is a great fundraiser, because we can give, a, a church can come on board as 9 billion people who were locked down during COVID and now are free to roam, <laughs> a church can come on board. Those members right now are booking travel. And Surge, our travel, yes, Surge with the Vortex allows the church. I want you to hear me. Surge with the Vortex, which is a booking engine that moves Expedia out the way. Expedia is not in the travel business. They just connect consumers to the industry. The Vortex connects consumers to the industry. And so, but Expedia, $19 billion is what they earned in 20, 2019. And online booking for 2023 is hitting a trillion dollars. The Vortex gives us access to that wealth <laughs> in the travel industry through booking. So imagine a church coming on board, and they have the Vortex, which is a complimentary link they can give out to all of their members, the members can give it out to all of their friends and family. The members can post it on social media. 
and people can go to that Vortex link, and they can book their flights, their cars, their hotels. They, you know, they can book all those. They can get their tickets for events, and the owner of the Vortex earns a commission that now comes back to them versus going to the Expedia and price lines of the world, billions. And so the Vortex gives us access to the travel billions, trillions, I should say, and without asking permission. And so when you're looking at the First Nation that's working with these casinos and they're in surge in Travmanity, now let's say the First Nation says we're going to give out this Vortex link to all these folks that come to the casino because they're coming back. Right? It's a vice. And they give that Vortex and the people that are coming to the casino are using that personalized travel booking engine that now has their name on it that they can go to again and again and again, whether they're coming to the casino, whether they're going on a vacation, whether they're taking a cruise, whether they're booking a resort, again and again, they're going to save. Surge has the ability to take, to manipulate in a good way that profit. When somebody books through Expedia, Expedia is paid 100% of that profit in the industry. We say, no, let's take the vortex. Let's look at that profit that it makes Expedia billions of dollars. And no, let's go ahead and say, okay, for the person that's booking through the vortex, let's pass on a savings of up to 60%. But let's take it one step further. The person that our organization or business owns the vortex, let's pay them 60% of what was saved. You don't even have a, a person in this, in this process. You know, and see, folks don't realize that's international. If somebody in China says, I'm going to London, and they book through that vortex that they found on social media that that church owns, that that business owns, that that individual owns, when they book from China going to London and they get that hotel, that the vortex looks at the public price, which is set by Expedia Priceline, and has an algorithm that comes in up to 60% less than that public price, right? They save 100 bucks, $60, 60% of what they save makes its way back to that church. Are you kidding me? Access to global wealth. They are not even coming to the United States, <laughs> but that's how the world system wealth flows. Isn't that amazing? And so that's just one area, but looking at the career opportunity and what really excited me as a veteran, you know, come, retired military, 97, working in corporate America, almost killing myself, coming across travel in 2004, thinking it was just fun, realizing in 2005, no, people are making millions in this business, and realizing that I have meaningful work. I can look at the product, travel products of Surge 365, whether it be the travel agency, career opportunity, whether it be the vortex, access to global wealth, whether it be the membership, deep discounted travel with concierge, and complex, and I can use my imagination as a community builder, as a marketplace minister, and say, hey, this can be used for that. Meaningful work where you have total autonomy. As a military person, I'm like, are you kidding me? It's like planning a mission, right? and you have total autonomy to take the castle. 
<laughs> military folks are like, yeah, 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 where the effort that I put in, I'm rewarded, you know, proportionally, if not even more so. I put in this effort. You know, in the military, we talk, you know, the entrance of concentration, the point entry of concentration. I put in this effort. We take that castle, right? As a military person, are you kidding me? I can get paid for the things that I do? Now, that's not just military. Everyone wants to be rewarded for their effort. This society does not reward you for your effort. You know, people are working more than they should and getting paid less than whomever they're working for can pay them for pennies. You come into Service 365. Is it immediate? No. But you can be guaranteed it's meaningful work. In fact, we were at a we were at a Carnival Cruise training event last week. We had vice presidents of Carnival come in to do this training. How much would that have cost us? And it was a all full day training. So we had snacks, and they had it at this this place called Little Italy, and a restaurant in one of their ballrooms. And we had snacks all day long. They fed us, the lunch was amazing, lasagna, I mean, just amazing, Little Italy. And they trained us how to write a business plan for selling carnival. And uh, and they entered us into this competition that they're doing. In fact, today I'll be working on it, and um, where you can win $5,000 and different things. And But they trained us how to sell carnival crews. And at the end of all the training and, and all the things that go along with sales, and they teach, they taught us. And at the end, they said, okay, so here are the different categories of the business plan we want you to write. And after the day, after all the food and we're wined and dined and just a great day, and I'm like, how much would I have paid for this training? We have a Jamaica training coming up in a couple of weeks. <laughs> are you kidding me? This is career training where people are going back to college and spending thousands of dollars in tuition, getting, accumulating thousands of dollars in tuition debt, years of classroom. And just like with the First Nation, they graduate, and now they're begging somebody for a job. Ron, you know, we have the best thing going. We have the best thing going. Mm-hmm. And as a military person, Mary, this is, this is just perfect. For anybody who wants to, and I'll just wrap up with this, looking for meaningful work, looking for autonomy, and looking for getting paid for what you do. Back to you. It sure is. No, no, before we go to Mary, our wonderful Queen Mary. Hey, Uh Queen! Listen, and Rick, before I get all excited and go to screaming and let my testosterone stones explode right here, could you please um, text me the Monday night? I, my, my my SIM card knocked off all my contacts. So I wasn't on the show last night. I felt so bad, and I couldn't even get on nothing. My phone's like crazy. So now, let, I made it in the day, though. It took me 10 minutes, 10 minutes to mess with these buttons, and I got in. I want to tell all of y'all, with me being new to this energy, for me being one who, you know, jumped in here. Listen, if anybody is listening, I'm telling you, from where I'm at in my training and, 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 and class lesson being given unto me freely from them, personally, I can call any one of them. 
at any time. And they will be there. They're there to help and keep assisting so that I don't give up. I just want to scream. I do. I'm telling you, this show got me on fire today because I'm like, yes. I Maybe mean, I know it is. It's real. I can feel it. I can see it. It's proven. I just thank you guys. I'm excited because I know I'm, I'm right there. I'm there. I know I ain't going nowhere. I know I'm going to achieve it. I can't wait to scream after that. I just had to. I mean, I'm about to bust, so I had to let that go. Y'all know I'm kind of kooky and loud, but thank you so much. I'm so excited. I, I'm putting that Jamaican thing into, I'm putting that Jamaican plan travel into my life. I'm going to write it down. I want to be there. I want to do all that. It is really my freedom of thought. It is really an area, as Ron was saying, and country boy, to to fly free. You know, I, sometimes it just feels good. That right there just feels good when you just free in yourself, just me, just the I, and just sharp enough to turn it into the we and the us. I, I mean, I'm just in a good place. I love you guys. It's working for me. <laughs> it worked for you, and it's working for me. So, you know, and I'm eager to, and I'm and, and I'm learning about the um, the the ways and to uh, invite churches, prophets, and ministries into this to to bring the excitement. Like Mary was saying, one of my things with Van is to also. You know, algorithms and sounds to to bring the excitement, the joy to this travel. What y'all so happy about? I want some of that flavor. Well, guess what? We're in the traveling game. And y'all feel like that? That's the flavor I'm blessed to bring. And I'm so happy you got it. I mean, y'all just don't know where I'm at right now today. I'm trying to share it. So thank you. I'm going to pass it back. I always too long. I'm telling you, thank you. I just want to give you God know, all the praise. You know, what is beautiful oh about thank Queen. Thank you, God. Thank you, Rick. Yes, you, yes. You know, what is beautiful about Queen is that she actually walked through the process that I just described. Just coming into the business. And the beauty of her just coming into the business, and by the way, congratulations on the $500 bonus that you earned. Thank you. Thank you. Just coming into the business. See, meaningful work, autonomy to do what you know to do. Nobody's pushing you, you know, but your imagination, your contacts, you know, your feelings, being able to implement that, and then – doing an effort and getting rewarded <laughs> here in the $500 hey, bonus. She did an effort. Hey, Go right ahead. Rick, I got two quick thoughts. It's country boy. While Ron was talking about the ministry, we, we, we sometimes we when we mention churches online, we're not bashing churches. We're not bashing religions. Well, sometimes it's a very shaky situation to mention churches because people automatically shift into another state of mind. But then, Rick, when you came right behind Ron and explained to you how the process, because people are very fearful of doing things that they haven't done before or they're not really sure about. But let me drop this one on y'all. I'm going to share a secret with y'all. If y'all promise to tell everybody that you know, Ron talked about working with churches. We mentioned it several times a day. Here's a little scripture for you guys, just a piece of one. I'm going to give you, did y'all hear that word? God is a giver. I'm going to give you the treasures of darkness and hidden wealth 
in secret. Did y'all hear that word? Secret places. The highest paid industry in the world is the travel industry. Rick told you how much money was spent in the travel industry and everybody was on lockdown for a crime that they didn't even commit. But then he threw a curveball in there in his explanation. Your friends are not going nowhere now? You mean none of your friends would be interested in going to the Holy Land? Oh, I got one for you. How about Disney World? Yeah, yeah, but here's where it gets real tricky. Our visionary father of the son, Toomer family, yes, a generational family kind of thing. Mr. Toomer, oh, I forgot to tell y'all, he sits on the Better Business Bureau board for years. He makes sure that we're too legit to quit. Mr. Toomer crushed that old cliche that who says nothing in life is free. How much did you pay for your life? Ha, well, let me drop it a little bit deeper. Give and it shall be given back unto you. No, y'all still not follow me now. We just named it the Vortex. Yeah, the hookup, they call it down here in the South. Modern day times, they would have called it a buddy pass on steroids. Give the free Vortex link away. Rick just told you, you don't even have to be here. You can be in Europe or over there with Mary's relatives in Germany or over there with Ron's buddies at the chocolate factory in Europe. But here's the major point, you guys. Give and it shall be given back to you. Nothing in life is free. How much does it cost you to give a vortex away? Nothing. Does it have value? Most certainly. Now, here's the tricky part, and then I'm done. It's a blessing to be a blessing. You mean if I can save my friend who was coming to Atlanta anyway for the 4th of July $100 a night by giving him a free, free, free vortex, and I saved him some money, I blessed him. Did I not bless him? Well, guess what? Ron, I'm going to turn it back over to you because, Ron, you got to share that one story on how much money we're going to take the wealth of the unrighteous and place it back in the hands of the righteous, the church. Ron, I'm going to push the pause button right there because I know that you did some special things, not just in your community, not just with the queen. Hey, queen. But I'm talking about organizations, Ron. Let me push the pause button right there before we run out of time, Ron, and just give them one more example, if you would be so kind, sir, on how it is a blessing to be a blessing. How will you give? It shall become back to you. Back to you, Ron. I had, to get, I had to get off mute, country boy. Well, I got fortunate and blessed to be able to learn how to help mission teams from churches go to foreign countries and help. And I've developed and learned some skills and some shortcuts and some blessings that we can pass on so we can help a church move a bunch of people, say a dozen people, to Guatemala and get them there and back safely, get them there fairly priced, get them so that when they take, like, let's say you had a skin of peanut butter donated for the, the orphanage they're going to, well, that would cost $2,800 cash if you're just going and you didn't know what you were doing. But because we've developed skills and we have this specialty now, we at that, using Delta Airlines, we got a baggage waiver and we got all that. A skin of peanut butter feeds 24, 240 kids for a month. And great peanut butter 
And they had that skid and it didn't cost them a dime. Toss donated it. Delta Airlines donated the freight. So that's just one little thing that I learned to do. It's one of the blessings that I pass on, and some of the things that I do is part of what we do as our CLC Travel Solutions. But you can do it, too. I teach it. Anybody calls me, I tell them how to do it and use it and expand on it. You don't have the beauty of what we do is the more that you help somebody else accomplish, the better off they will be, but more importantly, the more better off you'll be. And thank you for that privilege. I thank God for that. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for being on the show today, Rick and Country Boy and everybody else. Kim, great hearing your voice. God bless you. Bye now.